every time uh, I go and get myself at this chair, I think of Empire Records, and when he's like, "What's with the chair?" And he's like, "Rex doesn't like the chair. We we selected the chair specifically for for Rex Manning." He's like, "I, I like, like the, the chair. chair. Just <laughs> sit right, right, in just... the chair. I don't want to sit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I think about every time that I go into the chairs. <laughs> pretty good, I think. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 31. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magger. Joining me today, two guys who, you know what? They game at all hours, especially the nighttime. Dave uh, Grimma, Dan Colonna. Boom, boom. Hi guys. I like this. We're night owls. I night owls. It. We it took me a owl minute. Boy. I see what you did there. I'm glad everyone got my jokes. Oh, owls. I understand. We are understanding because yeah. we played owl boy. At first I was like, oh no, there's no pun. And then there was totally a pun. There was a pun. Mm. Oh, is that a pun? There was, like, there was no. less alliteration than there normally is. It's, it's a layered pun, <laughs> but I'll accept it. I like how we now have to now psychoanalyze my <laughs> Doesn't it feel nice? We're like me and Dave are instantly judging you. Instantly, mm, like, instantly. all right, what's it gonna be? That's it. We waited all night for this. You keep it a secret. But anyway, how's everyone doing? How's how's the evening going? All right, all right. I wanted to share with you uh, a thought I had the other day. Oh god. I, I was having a discussion with Jen after after playing some Owlboy and stuff like that, and having some opinions that we'll get into later. Um, I was talking about how, like. Because what's it called? What, what is game? The Orange Box game. What, what is the name of that game? I can't think of it. The right. Orange Box? Half-Life? No, Half-Life 2 gets the credit, right? For setting the tone of telling the story while you're traveling from location to location to not interrupt your gameplay. Sure. I don't know if that's the one that really created it, but it gets a lot of the credit. For yes. That, for popularizing I that. I would agree. Sure, right? I would agree with that. And, um, and then we were talking about other games that do that where, you know... Like, like, the Uncharted series does a good job of telling the story while you're playing. Building the you characters. Know? Yeah, building characters while while you're climbing a building, while you're doing something. As opposed to, like, other games like the, and that we used to play like in the past, like Final Fantasy VII, things like that, where you have segments of exposition, and you're just like, ugh. We, we used to eat it up, and now we're like, I have no patience for this anymore. I would agree with right? this. Right. But I was thinking about... Um, Metal Gear Solid and how like oh thank it's like, god you brought oh, that up <laughs> you're stealthing you're stealthing through and then codec call yeah let's have know? a 45 minute conversation let's have a four, 45 minute conversation <laughs> while you're in this air vent and I was thinking how they never like talk about or it never comes up like that that snake has these long conversations, possibly with like a a guard around the corner. You know, like like you're well, safe no. having this out loud conversation. You know, <laughs> regardless of where you are, you like, can hear them hey, like Mei Ling. I have to save. Like <laughs> like Mei Ling for a second. Wait, I can't talk about this. It's like reverberating through the air vent. It's like, what is that? Someone's been having a phone call. It's like, yes, I put the bomb behind the aircraft carrier. Behind the aircraft carrier. It's like, <laughs> tell me about your childhood and movies that you they, saw. They <laughs> did cover this. I don't want to. They only covered one half of your point. They covered the point that the the. The codec rings his ear bones, the bones in his ear. Yeah, no, they yeah, talk, yeah, they talk, talk about that, but, but he's still he's talking, talking out loud, loud still. Back. Right. They, like, yeah, it's not like he's leaned up against, 
you know, a wall and like his phone rings and everyone and blows the cover. Right. <laughs> so, you Could know, you imagine how annoying that would be? On this topic, there was, what book was that? Illuminae, I think. It's this young adult book about like these people who live on like future space stations and they have like a chat system, but it works with like through their teeth. So there's like oh, a weird. microchip in their teeth and they can talk, but they don't really have to move their mouths somehow. And I'm like, that's interesting. I don't think that. I don't think that would work. <laughs> I don't think that would work. Out. But it's yeah. really but far I'll, in the future. But I'll buy it. But at least like, I'm like, he's got already got nano machines healing him up and stuff, and applying fox dye. They couldn't like just sell you on something in his brain to telepathically have this conversation. That's why we need the chips, yeah. baby. When they, we can start, like, you know, plug it in. Be like, oh, granted that that technology wouldn't have been available for them in, in Metal Gear Solid Three. That would make our but podcast so. really boring if we didn't, we just like all three of us sat quietly having a conversation. <laughs> I just, I'm just imagining all the conversations that Solid Snake would have, screaming out loud while guards just like, like "Yeah, don't, uh, don't worry, they don't see me. I'm in a box. Don't worry. <laughs> that box is talking. Fruit. There he is. <laughs> I'm in a box that's got the like word orange on the side, and it's really nice. It's the only one like it here. Don't, don't you love oranges? Notice. Let's talk about them. <laughs> well, your Solid's a great game. <laughs> Like I can't. I can't. I'm thinking about it right now. I'm like, oh my god, that totally happened. Well, spoilers. Like, yeah. Maybe it's gonna come up later in the podcast. Oh, is that so? Oh no, not again. Maybe you'll say. Oh. I don't want to spoil it. But anyway, well, <laughs> it's good. Well, I've been pretty okay lately. I'm. I'm playing. I'm playing. I just played Monument Valley for the, like the third time in my life. Oh really? It's a good iPhone. I, I've had it, but iPhone game. I've had it, you know, in my life before. So I had a save going apparently i was like three worlds in and uh my name valley 2 just got announced and came out on the same day and i want to get to that but i can't be i can't play that without playing the second first one so i'm doing that it's good why is it good, good? Oh, that's one of those games everyone's like oh my god monument valley the game design's really nice you know it's like sort of it's a three-fourths perspective but it's Isometric. like you know those sta- <laughs> yes thank you you know those stairs that kind of continue on forever like like the like in, Esh- in art, I don't know what they're called. Esh- yeah, Escher, MC Escher. Sure, I think the ones that go all the different the directions. Whole, yeah, the whole game design is that, hmm. and it kind of blows your mind the first four times you run into it, and now you're just kind of like walking through them. But but it's totally that, and it's really cool. I think you should check it out. It's like a walking sim. No, it's a puzzle game, you just and you have to, figure to out which go from A to, to go to. Well, you have to figure out what connects to what you have to change platforms to make them all connect it's cool mm. it's cool that reminds me of what was that game endochrome anyone play that game uh, and endochrome it was like a playstation 3 game where it's like you're this little marionette and you're in kind of like oh. an mc escher thing but like you have to change perspectives to link things up and that's how you can like progress that sounds familiar but i don't remember you have to you have to send us a link there mark i'll send you on the internet highway give me system. give me one of those links so but besides that i've been playing like overwatch and zelda i'm i'm afraid to beat zelda i'm there i beat all the four divine beasts and i'm like there links like all right that's all i have left how many of those uh, like, did you take you pictures got? of the uh of the blights inside no but i found out that you can fight you can buy the pictures from simon from from the hateno lab apparently oh he was yeah, in there with them. them he was like i was actually yeah. the whole time <laughs> it's like I'm like, okay, that's pretty crazy. But only after you beat the game, you oh, can buy okay. them. Just Wait, so, whatever. That's so they 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 hooked in a, uh, a way for uh, you to, for the missable pictures. That's yeah, good. I was I was freaking out. I, I was really I'm really being diligent of taking pictures in this mm-hmm. game. Mark, you have to take pictures to complete like the Hyrule Compendium, which is like you, the weapons. You don't, you don't have to, but you can. You do, and. Uh, <laughs> 
and so I'm pretty diligent about it. I realized like, you know, 120 hours in that I killed four of the main bosses and I didn't take a picture of them because I was about to kill them. Well, He's, I love that those things come out. They like frenzy. come out roaring. And yeah, you're like, not going to be like, like hold on, ensues. stay still, honey. I, Let me just take a picture of you before like, you zap me with your lightning bolts. Yeah, I did not, not take exactly. a picture of those four. Yeah, me neither. True story. When you guys were texting about this and I was included on the text message, literally sitting there, my phone's blowing up for like 15 <laughs> minutes and I have 140 I text out, messages. And then I finally look at them and Molly's just like, what's going on? And I'm like, yeah, it's some picture thing. Zelda. Some beasts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that was uh, my biggest concern this weekend, which is good, right? Like, it's good when you don't have a lot of concerns and that's your biggest problem. I would say. How, many, how many hours do you think you put in? Into Zelda? Yeah. I've put in over 115 hours for sure. That's a lot the game of tells it. I did not notice it go by. I haven't spent this much time in a game in a long time. Well, everyone likes Very, it. Very... I know. I, I do, too. Now, here's the question. Is there any chance in heck that's not game of the year for most people this year? Um, from, like, yeah. gaming institutions? Yeah, the year's not over. You know, like, there's a lot coming. But and, what's going to come that's going to top that? Like, I, I don't know yet. I don't know. Like, there's a co-op game that's coming out next year, right? The one where you play with a friend to get out of prison. It's mandatory co-op. Have you guys heard of that? No. Are they it's putting us in prison? It's looking pretty cool. Yeah, no, well, not, not, not really yet. <laughs> But but that looks good. No, um, but there's something that would have been like game year. of the year. I don't know. Material. I mean, I don't know. We'll have to see. I want to leave it open. I, I want to say, yeah, you're right, but I want to leave it open. I would have thought the only thing that could beat it was Red Dead, but that got pushed now <laughs> to 2018. Yeah. Well, you know. Boom. But beyond that, I just want to have one more announcement. This is pretty weird for me, but I'm going to start playing ice hockey. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, a like my nephews? <laughs> <laughs> like your nephews, hopefully they'll be better than me though. But I didn't even know you played Melody hockey. Plays. I, didn't even know you could I play skate. roller. I can skate. I've oh. always been able to skate. I can't ice skate well. And um, that seems like a pretty like, like, like ice hockey. The movie Goon. Well, I'm <laughs> doing a John William Scott and Goon. I'm gonna be Slapshot too. No, he's gonna um, be uh, the kid from the Mighty Fulton from the Mighty Ducks. Fulton Reed. Shoot really well. So what does he make? Was, three out of t- three, to, four out of five. Four out of no, five. No, I'll be like, what's his face? The guy who can't stop. I can go really fast on my skates, oh, but I can't oh. stop on ice skates. Lopez? <laughs> no. <Spanish> wow. <laughs> Put it in, Louise. It's yeah, Louise. Yeah. Louise. Something. So that's, Mendoza. That's, the, that's it. Mendoza. Right. <laughs> so that's what's going on. I had to spend my money this weekend to get all my gear, but I, I didn't tell you guys because I was like, I was afraid I wouldn't pull through for you, myself. You so I was like, afraid. I'm just going to wait until it's actually happening. So I feel like you're. this is what happened now as you're Can we go to your games and shout Flying V? You Why can. I would. I would love that. That would no, be the we world to me. Actually. Put it in, Louise. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my biggest life update. Well, I feel like this games. is a, this is an Anne Marie influence because she's like super active and like uh, superhuman. You're just like, what can I do? I can put this on record since I already told her in person. But part of the reason I'm doing hockey is because she has nothing to do with hockey. Interesting. So I want I want a sport that's independent of her stuff, mm. so that. I can cheer her on for her things and she can cheer me on for my things. For a while, I tried to do some of the stuff she does. I still cycle with her and I can run, but it was a point when I was like almost doing triathlon stuff. Well, it's a, and I wasn't. Is it an insecurity really thing it. because she's better than you on all these things? No, I like that she's better than me in that stuff, but I want something different no. that I can do. No! Wow! You, you're crazy! You're crazy. Shut the heck up! Well, speaking of crazy, what I've yeah. been doing, I beat oh. Resident Evil 7. Which I was very what? proud of myself because I didn't think I was like I don't have the courage. I didn't think you were gonna beat that game. Well, you know, I, I played know all the Resident Evils up until 
Six. Did you play six? No, no one played six. Actually, I was going to say. I think six sold the best of all the Resident Evils, ironically. Are you serious? I think so. Well, I can tell you why that is, but let's not talk about no. it. But um, <laughs> the one, my big takeaway from it was I'm just so impressed, you know, for a series that's been around since PlayStation 1 and all, all uh-huh. the years it's been. Yeah. Like, this is a series that has successfully been able to kind of adapt itself to times like you know one two uh, and three were that like tank controls and pre-rendered oh, yeah. backgrounds and then that felt too old so then Resident i Evil always 4... i always felt like the tank controls added to the fear factor <sighs> there's there's a whole what was that book called it's like the psychology uh, of like not actually having full control of your character yeah like, how hard is it to, like to back uh, away from something in resident the, evil the guy who wrote it was tom bissell and he had a whole chapter about that and basically that idea how like it felt so awkward and confiding, and that really added to the gameplay. Because I read that book. That. What book was that? I can't think. Extra of... Lives. Yes, that's it. Great book. I, I love that book. Wow, this is the one time I've been able to say that phrase and mean it. I've read, I've read that, that book. book. I've read that book. It was great. I'm so proud of you, Dan. Uh, you read books. I'm, you play I'm, ice I'm, hockey. I'm losing my mind. Did you guys? This is recorded still, right? Yeah. Hold on. Let me make sure that my recording is still going. Dan has read a book. I repeat. I've read a book. <laughs> But you're um, saying tank controls, and, and then yeah, they, and, and, and you know, then Resident yeah. Evil Four as you know, 3D environments kind of like redefined mm-hmm. itself, and now with this new one, became, it became House of Dead. Yeah, well, that's why you want to look at it. And then this no. new one much really took like you know, it is, it feels like a Resident Evil, oddly enough, although it's first person, but just okay. like the items and like the way you kind of solve certain puzzles. But then it took cues from the games like Outlast and like Amnesia, where you have these sections where there is something kind of chasing you and you have to hide and that anxiety that kind of comes from that. And mm. I was just really impressed. That, like it was able to really pull that off so seamlessly. And, okay, and like, good. really, it really felt like an evolution for what that game, what that series needs to be. It's interesting forward. that they, how do they pull it off to get you from segments of, um, where you are powerful enough to kill zombies and then powerless also is it well, was it were they different beasts like these things yeah are there are it's all kind of centered around well at least most of the game around this this family called the baker family and you're like looking for your wife who's disappeared and she, she was looking for donuts <sighs> nice <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna just i'm just gonna plow through that one <laughs> thank you thank you like through the hole in the donut anyway the hole in the center the center of everything, of everything. Um, but like, so they're kind of messed up where they, they're like, they can like regenerate. So they're in the house and they're kind of looking for you. And there's certain segments, really kind of two segments where the dad and mom are kind of looking for you and you can't kill them. So they're kind of constantly on the prowl for you. So you have to kind of listen for them and hide when they come close and they're, you really can't do anything about it. If they find you, you're kind of just done. I mean, you can run away. They can't come into save rooms, which is nice. Um, I mean, like all Resident Evils, like the story is god awful, and like I always think all Resident Evils start off cool, and then when they get into like the bio weapon lab sections, I'm like, this is yeah. not as cool as the first parts. Right. And this is this is kind of in the same way. It ends up in kind of the, oh the explanation for what this is. When I think really, if it's just kind of a creepy horror, that's what I always think. Like Silent Hill always did better than uh-huh. Resident Evil, but um, I enjoyed it, and definitely yeah. it was anxiety inducing and it's one of those games too it's like i don't want to play this but i feel like i need to play it i don't know (laughs) yeah there's two things i had in mind while you were talking is one i never until recently realized that every type of resident evil has been broken up into threes right like resident evil one two and three 
and yeah. then that was like one type of gameplay, and then four, five, and six were the same. Right. And now we're seeing the third oh, type. Now I can just blow that up by saying Code Veronica. Yeah, Code Veronica. Code Veronica. Well, and then there's the, there's the spin-offs. So, so technically you have five titles right. that are tank controls. about the numbered ones. Mm. But yeah, I guess you're right. Zero and there's more. I guess but, it shows different eras of the game yeah. and yeah. what kind of... But I was definitely, you know, I think it, it took a lot of people by surprise about how good it is, and I think it's definitely like one of the yeah. the best like survival horror games out there. I really, really enjoyed it. Very that's awesome. Creep factor. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it. Speaking of creep factor, creepy owl kids who fly. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> like he's that? Not, he's, he's the cutest kid ever. <laughs> well, he's, he's he's pretty adorable. We're talking about Otis, an owl boy. So let's kind of transition our main topic. We all played it. And I think we all have feelings, one way or another. <laughs> we do. But start us off, Dan. I don't know what Owlboy is. I'm, I'm making all this up. <clears throat> la, 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 la. Okay, here we go. Owlboy is a story-driven platform adventure game where you can fly and explore a brand new world in the clouds. Pick up your friends and bring them with you as you explore the open skies. Overcome obstacles and greater enemies in one of the most detailed adventures of this era. Detail. Popular user disguise tags of it. Pixel graphics? No, that was what yeah, I'm going with. Pixel graphics. <laughs> Indie. Great soundtrack and 2D. And to be totally honest, the last second to last one is the most compelling to me. Because the, the the soundtrack is great. It does have a good soundtrack. I'll give it that. It was compelling. So, it's compelling. So, um, but I'm gonna kick it over to Dave, who's gonna tell you exactly how it is to play. Yeah, this I wasn't game. paying attention in Dan. Uh, Dan yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's a it's a 2D adventure game. It has like a it kind of has the tw- it's it's interesting in the fact that it's kind of, is a platformer, but it has twin stick like controls because the um because you shoot a you lot shoot. in this game. So Owlboy cannot does not have any projectiles. But uh, he carries characters with him who do shoot projectiles. And those controls are like twin stick controls. Do we all play with controllers? I did. I did not mouse I also did. Mm. I was playing with my Xbox controller that's on my PC. Okay. Yeah, because I, I really feel like that control scheme lends itself to a controller. I couldn't imagine playing that with a mouse yeah. and keyboard. It would feel weird. Mm. Um, yeah. So it was, we kind of, I think the big stuff is kind of like the gameplay, but we can touch upon like I think art style is something we mm. can we can. This is one of those games that's like it's pixelated and it looks it's like a Super very, NES very game. endearing. It looks like a sixteen bit game, yeah. But I think it's there are certain animations and graphics. I'm like, this is not exactly that. Like I don't think you could pull that well, off. With I that. thought it was playing trying to play on our like nostalgic heartstrings with, mm-hmm. with the what they were going for art wise, which I which I like. Which some yeah. of us yeah. uses the basis to pick games for Game Club. I, I, I'm a <laughs> sucker for this kind of stuff, you know. Like I, I see it, I'm like, oh, that looks old. I want to play it now. Yeah. So, mm. but on that though, the art, like you said, Mark, it doesn't. I don't think this would have been possible in 1997 yeah. or prior. Like, it's so detailed and well done and beautiful that it's like kind of stunning. And I hate saying stuff like this because it sounds like I'm blowing it up, and then my opinion mm. gets bloated. But it, it is. It's stunning. The animations are nice, and the backgrounds are ridiculously detailed yeah. and pretty. Like, it's a nice game to look just, at. <laughs> it is. Totally is. But apart from that, I think my one of my like biggest takeaways and kind of going into the story and the gameplay of it. Oh, oh. also, o- Otis the Owlboy is mute. 
He's a mute. Oh, yeah. A silent protagonist and, for a reason. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good. But I was going to say, like, this game, I, I did, well, you know, <laughs> pulling back the curtain, this, I think, is the first game for Game Club that none of us beat. Like, right. I mean, like, we uh, need to beat uh, games like Nuclear Throne, but, like, you can't really beat those games. Or, like, or Crypt of the, the Necrodance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But well, you could beat that game. I guess you could, but we didn't because it's impossible. Very it's hard. hard. We stink <laughs> like at it. this. This game we didn't. It's not that we didn't beat due to it being too difficult. No. Yeah, it, it was probably the longest game of its kind that we've chosen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say it was eight, like eight to ten hours was the how, yeah. how long to beat. Right? Yeah. yeah, and I I think one of my big hangups why it didn't beat it was this was one of those games where it just really I was shocked by how little emotional impact it made on me like interesting and I, i'm trying to figure out why like i guess when we kind of mm-hmm. get to the story like otis i think is a you don't what were we gonna say dave i was gonna say do you didn't feel like you needed to stick up for otis he's this mute boy and he's like being made fun of his his mentor is a jerk to him all the time telling he's him he's worthless well uh, yeah like, like that yeah you want to prove them wrong I mean, there is that element to that, and I think they did, especially when you're kind of broken that he's got a low self-esteem, he's kind of beat on it, like, from literally the first, like, scenes, it very much is kind of drilling that home to you, that he is very much kind of, no one really thinks much of him and who he is, which Mm -hmm. kind of then kind of mixes, you know, his whole character arc feel much more meaningful that out of all the people to kind of stick up for everything, it was Otis. Um, And, like, I liked the characters, like, I thought Getty and Alphonse were the two characters that I got like they were both felt very real I'll say um that they you know they had their kind of humor they were likable um especially like and I think if you're kind of pulling that nostalgia card before Dave like when you think about games of this era like I think a lot of those games didn't really get dark where this game kind of got dark at times like especially after it got dark a few times yeah, yeah and I appreciate that like when Advent falls and I remember one particular scene when Otis then goes to his mentor, and he's just like, I don't want to ever talk to you ever again. And there's no resolution to that. It's just like, that's the scene. Like, okay, we're not going to explore that. So it was it was allowing characters to see some depths. And then, you know, Getty was in the, the graveyard. So I liked right. the characters. But for whatever reason, I didn't love them enough that I felt like, oh... Um, I need to see their character arcs to the end. Right. I don't know why. The, and the, the characters are... are interesting and the art's lovely it's the for me it's the gameplay mm. would you would the you gameplay gr- is really that, what held me back was that was that kind of big hold up for you dan that you liked the story but no i um the biggest problem i had was the world building mm. um but i mean preface i i liked i liked the world but i didn't know what was going on until advent fell mm-hmm like I didn't feel like I had an investment until that happened, and like you, and like you, you I, I kind of feel what you felt too there because it's like you, you know the brevity, like like how heavy the the everyone takes it that mm, Advent fell, word, yeah. but at the same time you don't really know anything about Advent before that, like right, you, yeah. you know it's another like, city, right? But that's like you meet you meet the main what 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 might be the main boss of the game in that scene and and you're like okay he's imposing I'm terrified right now mm-hmm. I don't think I can fight him with what I've got going on and you don't mm-hmm. obviously in that scene and then Advent falls and all of the characters you've like learned about are crushed about it mm-hmm. obviously it's it's ridiculously you know mm-hmm. it's a crazy scene mm-hmm. and and then from there 
which is, I mean, I'm uh, about an hour after that in my game. So now we're really starting to get into, like, trying to stop the main mm. boss from doing his stuff. And now it's starting to really come together for me. Mm. But it did the take, game like, the first The game four does hours. pick up after that. Right. I, yeah. I will say. I w- in difficulty and, and definitely in story, like story building. But, like, you know, to, to kind of jump on that point, like, the whole role of owls and who owls are and how they yeah. review in society. Like, you start getting bits and pieces of it, but it was one of those things that I it's felt... It's, like, spread out through the game. It's like you have to dig for it. Yeah, and... Right, and you actually do, too. So, sorry, yeah, Mark? No, it's, like, on the point, like, I, I kind of felt the disconnect there with the world building as well. It's kind of like, mm. you know, Otis... What are the owls? Yeah, like... Yeah. You know, like, is there other animals like that? Or there were mm-hmm. the, the kind of the cream? Like, why? Um, mm. what, so, are the, what are their role in this world? Like, they... Like they Otis is just being used as a, a watchman, right? In that right. in the town of Veli. Which is interesting because unless they don't show that like there's a big bell for him to ring, he's mute. What is he gonna do? Mm. Right. Like <laughs> And I, I actually kind of wonder what his muteness is about too, mm. right? Like Is it his... like a Tommy deal? Uh, what's Wait. that? Oh, Tommy, the the Who rock opera? Is the he, pinball he, wizard boy? Yeah, pinball wizard. Oh, oh no! He didn't hear I it. He didn't see it. He didn't feel it. You know, it's all because like he catches his mother sleeping with some other guy, and like they oh, like they shake him into that? it. Yeah, they, yeah, they shake him. <laughs> they, they like shake him. He's like, you didn't see anything, boy. You know. Yeesh. I think. Well, <laughs> I was going with maybe he was a little traumatized from the way his mentor teaches him. <laughs> that was my no, route. I think. I <laughs> yeah. think. Part of the reason that he is so mean to him is because Otis right. can't really stand up for himself. Well, right. And then I think there's aspect and like a lot of questions they had with that, and maybe they got resolved by the ending. We'll, yeah. we'll kind of try exploring together what happens in the ending because mm-hmm. none of us got there. But like, yeah, the fact that his mentor hated him so much, I was kind of less with like, well, why is he your apprentice anyway? Where did this kid come mm-hmm. from? Like, because it seemed like that was the way it goes. I like, just think that it's because he's an owl. Right, and there right. aren't a lot of owls like like he. But they're important. Yeah, yeah. Interesting society. Yeah, without old, him, the there old, are none. From what I understand, the old owls made all this crazy machinery and and made these floating islands, mm-hmm. continents. And yeah, like that. so they're I, responsible for the this world. Right, and I I think there's interesting aspects of it, but like Dave, you were saying like the gameplay. I think that's for me where it kind of just felt. Mm. Not grindy is the right word, but, you know, this also plays, I think, my expectations for what this game was is a little different. Mm. I was expecting a Metroidvania, and I I feel like that's what... I remember when we were thinking of t- talking about games, I think, Dan, you were saying it's like, I was going to pick Axiom Verge, but I don't want to pick two Metroidvanias. So I, I, yeah, you know... Was I alone on that? Very, I feel like it's a, no. uh, it's, a, it's, it's a Metroidvania, I would agree. I don't know, well, because, like, well, what were you going to say, man? I mean, I I don't feel like it was a Metroidvania in a bad way. Hmm. This uh, game? Yeah, this one. Because, uh, how do I put this? It, it doesn't make... it. You don't realize what you're missing until you have it. Like, when I... um I didn't know how I was going to get around Vines. Mm-hmm. So you were, but then they give you Alfonso. Like Al- Alphonse. Yeah. Alphonse. I like to give him the Alfonso because that's how I actually didn't realize his name was Alfonso, even though Alphonse. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. you, get, no you get his fire move, and yeah. then all of a sudden these these new obstacles appear uh, as you're going through it. Right. They they limit backtracking to a certain degree. Yeah. Because a lot of Metroidvanias right. require a lot of backtracking because like 
there's like, oh, now you finally have the skills to get through these doors. Right. Right. The ones that you've been staring at the whole time. That's not put that's and that I kind of liked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I think those elements are there. But I think what I was really disappointed with is I never felt a real sense of which I think is a big strength of Metroidvania is it, this kind of sense of progression. You are getting stronger. You yeah, are upgrading no, skills see, and getting new skills and things like that. You always like that. I do. I rarely like that. Huh. You know, I I don't like... Because I want the skills that I need to beat the game now. Mm-hmm. You, you want to get good at them now for later. Yeah. What I... Because I don't... I, I prefer getting stronger by means of gear. You know, in, instead of like, I now have this new skill. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? As opposed to... That's interesting. Yeah. Like, I... I he's just saying, like... See, like, I like the Mega Man approach where you are getting new ways to attack enemies and then how that changes certain strategies for certain mm. things. And I can understand. I can understand the value of both, but... Yeah. I, and I think that was one of the kind of, like, an expectation I had for it. And then I was kind of disappointed where I played probably about five hours and then kind of looking at, like, the timeline of things, I, pro- I was definitely over halfway. I think Advent's kind of, like, the fall of Advent's kind of, like, the halfway mark. Mm. that it really comes with getting Getty and then getting Alphonse mm. and then the last character who Dave, I think you were the only one to get him, the web yeah, web boy. Twig. Twig. He's a, he's actually, he's a stick bug who's wearing a spider costume because he thinks stick bugs are lame and he pretends to be a spider. Okay. And he has like a grappling hook <laughs> That's actually and he uses funny. his web and he uses the, uh, Yeah. yeah. And, like, that kind of serves as the, the new powers because the way they attack yeah. is different. Mm-hmm. And you can get mm-hmm. coins, which then you can use to upgrade your health bar, and you can get yeah. little hats and, hats and, stuff. and things like that. Right. But I just, like, and I, I guess for Dave, for you, this wasn't a holdup. But for me, I just felt like it was much more just kind of a straightforward adventure game mm-hmm. where I just never felt like, oh, I, I feel like, oh, this, these things are a challenge in the beginning. They're not a challenge anymore. Because look at all these new things I can do mm-hmm. to kind of do that. See, and, I think that was part of my problem was like, sometimes it's becomes, it's not, it become when it becomes more about patience than skill mm-hmm. is when I have a problem with gameplay. Because like mm-hmm. there are certain enemies, like if I'm patient with them, I dodge their attack and then shoot three times, move out of the way, wait again. Whenever I find myself waiting in a game is when I start to get bored. Mm. You know? Like, it, in a way, I kind of think about it in terms of Donkey Kong Country. Go on. Okay. <laughs> Where, I'm like, listening. Yeah. Um, there, you do have to... There are different... There are clap traps. There's, like, the big heavy guys, like, the ones that you only Donkey Kong can kill versus the ones that Diddy Kong can kill. Like, there are ones... There are different enemies that you have to attack in different ways. But it's never, like, that you have to be patient to fight them. Mm-hmm. It's just you have to know how to handle them. Right. And so, once you, like... Like, the fact that... you Like, most of these enemies you have to fight with Getty's little pellet gun. Mm-hmm. Right? Or you can use Alphonse musket, which takes forever to recharge. Right. He has this big flamethrower musket that has right. short range blast, but it's very powerful. Kills most enemies in one hit, but it's like you can use it once every maybe five seconds, which is a long time mm. in a game. Right. And um, I get it because it would be OP if you could shoot more often, but at the same time, like that's his gun. Like, why does it take so long to 
reload it. Yeah, right. I, I view you know? him as a utility myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they wanted you to use Getty's attack more to progress. Right. Yeah, but like, there's a, after when you're on the way into that other town after Advent. I forget where what the name was, but there are a lot of these like the floating islands. Yeah, up <laughs> in the sky. Continent. Yeah, the floating yeah. continent up in the sky. But there's there are these like things on a web, and they take a lot of attacks to kill. Yeah, maybe it's like nine shots from Getty. And there are a ton of them, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, and they shoot back at you and you have to dodge that attack and then go back. And like, when I was doing that, I was just like, this is really wearing on me. Yeah. You know? Cause there's so many of them. See, like, it's interesting about that. Cause I feel like dark souls is a lot of the way like that, where you are, it's all about that game is all about animations and triggering enemies to go into certain animations and knowing what attacks you can do during those animations. There's a lot of patience there, but, but like, there's, there's patience in that. And there's also skill in that. Mm. You know, I feel okay. like there wasn't a lot of skill in dodging these attacks yeah. or aiming. Aiming is also easy, you know, but at the same time, I don't have the patience to finish a Souls <laughs> game, you know, because it gets too grindy. Yeah. For I don't me. Know, Dan, where do you fall in this whole upgrading needs versus not? Uh, well, I'm going to be like this game's poster boy for a minute because I definitely enjoyed the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I appreciated the way it was, it was a twin stick shooter. Mm. Um, I'm at the point now, Dave, that I think you felt your feelings with the enemies in the dark cave, if I'm not mistaken. The ones that are... I want to come back to that, but keep going. Well, all right. Yeah, the dark cave is kind of the worst. But anyway. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I think those are the enemies you're talking about. So I, I definitely liked exploring more than the fighting, mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like... I, I, when it came to the upgrades, the only thing I was really excited about was seeing the, what would happen with the helpers and and the lady who runs the upgrade store mm. oh those they were those guys those, were those those characters are hilarious yeah they're those are good. great scenes and yeah. they always i haven't laughed out loud in a while yeah. like at a game sitting here i'm like actually giggling at they're what's like, going on it's hilarious and i feel like first find those characters they're like oh thank you bring me back and like i don't want to get hit from buccanary from being late right. I mean, she would never hit me like, yeah. <laughs> and i feel terrible for them this game yeah. has a lot of abused characters and i'm like okay Older. sorry yeah. it's going on but i mean you know i play the game for the animations in the story yeah. mm-hmm. and i think that got me through a lot of my complaints mm-hmm. internally mm-hmm. so yeah but i definitely there was one point I, I had that was sticking out from today that like I didn't realize how much there was to explore because I was I'm in the this viney area now where all I yeah. can do is fly you can't walk anywhere mm. and I'm just going around like there's no real set path there's arrows that tell you where to go but I, I went away from them and I was actually finding like I found this owl coin oh yeah I, got, I, was oh, like, I think yeah. I think I know what you're talking about I got I got like, one owl coin in the, in the area that you're defining I did not get right. that owl coin <laughs> and it's like go to the sanctuary and then I'm like okay whatever and then I moved on then I flew up further and then yeah. I saw a cutscene there were like with three the co- owl, yeah three owl coins in the game and they like they're like the key to like understanding the ending and stuff oh got it. that's interesting because I, so I saw those was, sanctuaries and I was I was like what are these things like what yeah. do you do with them so that was one thing. And then the last thing I found, by chance, was like just a cutscene with the owl cloak guy. Mm. Yeah. I'm not sure if that was uh, in the story or not. But yeah, it's in the story. I felt it's like I happened upon place. it. You have to okay. cross paths with him. Uh-huh. Well, what I was going to say is that it felt like the game rewarded you a lot for exploring certain yeah. times. So yeah. I like that about it, too. Yeah, and mm. I thought that was cool. But like so. going back to the idea of the, the, the dark cave part when you go into the, the floating content, because that's where I kind of hit the wall. Like, I didn't think this game was really that hard. Like, I think I mm. died up until that point maybe once or twice at all. Oh. 
And then when I got there, oh my god! Like, I mean, I understand there is a you know, the the the, the way it's designed, it's kind of like it makes you feel like you want to take your time to kind of explore what's happening around you. But at the same time, if you're not in light, the bats attack you and your health slowly drains. So it feels like you got to rush. Wait, it. really? Yeah. That's... Wait, the bats attack you and your health slow. Oh, so oh right. You, get attacked you have those to kind of things. move. Like you can't really stay yeah. put. So that really kind of limits your ability to really kind of carefully navigate. And yeah. I thought I must have died there so many times. And I got so frustrated mm. with it. And I finally got through it. And then what did me in officially was... Um, the puzzle with, uh, there's with, like, with two... like the clock thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, that's when I, I felt so dumb when I figured that one out too. Yeah. I was just so. It, Cause it's... I didn't realize I didn't have to wait for Alphonse's charge blast to fully charge to hit it up again. No. And that was fine with it. But I, I kept having a problem where I was aiming at the, the damn, basically, if you haven't got to this part, it's like a big clock in the middle and there's yeah. these two flame things that are slowly dropping. And you yeah. have to shoot the clock hand to get it all the way around. No, but if, you don't yeah. have to shoot the clock hand. Well, the, you the, can, you, yeah, no, no, you can just well, grab what, it. Dave, what it was your notice. side of the story? You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to shoot it. I take back all my complaints. But you can you carry can. it all the way around. I thought you had to shoot it. Ah, oh, that changes everything. Well, Son well, of a well, well, there we the game go. Game revolves around Otis carrying stuff, right? <laughs> I thought you had to shoot <laughs> it with Betty, and like I kept getting it around and around, but sometimes I would miss it, and then I would not get to the flame things in time, and they just go all the way back. And I was like, No, you could just yeah, yeah, you just you don't even use Getty. Alphonse well, lights the two torches, well, and then you carry it over. Here we go. I'm gonna retract. But then you have to use all... Alphonse to get to light them again, push them up again before all my complaints and pulling them back because I simply yeah. did oh. not understand that puzzle at all. Wow. Yeah, you just didn't solve it. <laughs> did, did you solve it? You didn't solve I, it. I, okay. I gave up at the point because I must have did it like. So, but why? Times. So then, why were you gonna lead that conversation? All point. Well, because I thought it was a really <laughs> dumb, dumb puzzle, and I was like, "This is frustrating as hell." But really, it's because I'm Dan. An idiot. Let me tell you everything there is to know about this puzzle. <laughs> let me tell you about this, Dan, because you didn't get there. But I am the one to tell you. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so this game apparently has a very interesting ending. None of us got there. But yeah, yeah. like to enlighten us I got, about what happens. <laughs> first off, I will say that had I, I happen to have a very busy work schedule right now. Oh boy! And yeah, had I not, cool. I would have finished this game. I mm, was enjoying yeah. it enough to finish. I want to say that do before. You, I wasn't, but that's just. Yeah. Do you think you will still? Because I do. No. Um. You guys always say. I don't that. know. You know every time I, <laughs> every time we have a game for for podcast, if I don't finish it, I never go back. So, it depends on what's chosen. Okay, okay. But, well, um, I will. We'll see. I, so I'd, I'd like to say that I will, but let's see. After let's spoil reading it. this, what happens? Because uh, floating continents, he gets there, and yeah. Okay, so and major spoilers. And major spoilers God. ahead. The loop, Otis. Well, after finishing the game, I was left with so many doubts and mysteries. Something I Wait, actually who's talking quite right a now? Lot. You or this, I'm you, reading this. This is Rejoice from the Steam Discussions Board. Thank you, Rejoice. Shout out to Rejoice yeah. at Rejoice okay. on Twitter. Hashtag. I'll, I'll be, I don't know anyway. if that's true, but I don't know yes. <laughs> Steam level 14. Power play, Power player 448 oh. XP. <laughs> Ooh, look at you. Thank Ooh. you, Rejoice. <laughs> okay. Something I actually enjoyed quite a lot, but when trying to find answers, I see how little people actually played the game. In some respects, 
that's also quite refreshing. I feel we're a considerably small group of people discussing a, a game's mysteries instead of a large majority where everything has already been discussed and analyzed. See, look, we didn't finish the game. Thank you, Rejoice. Thank you, Rejoice. <laughs> At Rejoice. There are no articles about it, one. not even a fully working wiki page. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing, actually, it was saying, because I was going to look up some stuff. Like, oh, let me, yeah. what, what did no, I miss? this is a very ambiguous ending. Yeah, Apparently. and when I was reading, I was tried to also look at Reddit, and, like, people were very, being very mean about the ending, so I decided not to read that instead. Interesting. You know? Anyway, all right, we'll get anyway. to the, the good part anyway, what happens there. Here we go. That said, I would like to address some of the topics I've already seen discussed, but not deeply. So after beating the game and all, especially after talking to Nocte, who we don't even know who that is, right? The three of us, because I don't know who that is. I know I'm left with is. many doubts. Well, Nocte had that book. At Nocte on Twitter. <laughs> 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 Hashtag, do you know Nocte? Do you know Nocte? Um, Where, who is Nocte? Anyway. He's the one who knocks. Well, okay. So. Um, for example, when Nocte says Otis dies in a great battle above a floating city, is he referring to the final battle? Say, all the stuff about the anti-hex or and all? Or does he mean the first battle on Advent? Anti-hex? So this is what... I don't know what the anti-hex is. That's Here's our first query. Right? That means there's an hex and then there's an anti-hex. We missed so much. <laughs> yeah. huh? Well, another thing that happens in this plot, I don't know if you caught on to this, is like, well, we should briefly discuss that the pirates are trying to destroy the city. The pirates are robots or created are by actually the owls. robots created by the owls. Right. The ancient owls. Right. Right. And they were left alone to maybe, do their jobs. Maybe, would we jobs. say they're hexed? Yeah, maybe. Mm. Let's make our own lore for this. Yeah, the that, robots like, are fine with that. Because uh, it's deeply implied that I'm Otis losing, does in fact die track. right here. By, but why say above a flying city then? Advent was a flying city, and in the last battle, I don't recall being above a floating city. Floating, flying. I think you're, you're I think you're uh, biting straws. What is the term? You're cut. Splitting straws, splitting you're, hairs. You're splitting being hairs. a still skin. I'm like, I'm like here. Off by a mile. I'm like, <laughs> people in glass. All right, houses. Well, all right, people <laughs> in glass people. houses. So, so Otis dies, maybe. Yeah. Secondly, I would. Yeah, from what I understand, is that there's a loop that's happening. Uh, secondly, from what I gather, the loop is the repetition of all historical events. So Nocte would say she died, over and over again through all history and future, always the same way. Now, I've seen many people saying that Otis dies and will die over and over again the same way, and that the loop has not been broken. Although Nocte herself, putting that to question, after buying the soundtrack, one of the last tracks is actually called The Loop has ended. So I'm guessing the anti-hex actually broke the loop? If that's the case, it would make more. S- it would make some sense, I guess, if we could say that Otis did die in the last battle, and his sacrifice, powering the anti-hex, actually broke the loop. So in that case, Otis died but he could as very well survive in the next cycle, seeing as how the loop, with that loop out of the way, anything would be possible. I don't know if that's true. I like this game. Sacrifice yourself to end the time travel segue. I like this better when it was a game about an owl boy. Yeah. (laughs) From what I understand, like there's a, there's a loop and a hex machine. Yeah. (laughs) Well, all right. Very tweet at anti hex machine. No, that's uh, so a very big takeaway, I would say. Is that this game's yeah. got a hugely immersive lore, maybe not properly, ex- you know, which is interesting discussed throughout the gameplay. Because like they took nine years to make this game, you think it, 
Yeah, it wasn't either. Long time. Either this well, is how vague they wanted to be, and they wanted you to go digging for more, right. or um, it's just not well told for nine years. I mean, mm. I don't think they spent. I think all that time was spent on Death? the animation and the art and the music. Mm. Like, if they did, you know, you know, cut any corners, it would be maybe the story because mm. this game is too gorgeous and too good sounding, mm. and it feels good to play it feels even polished. If, like some in, of the it's so polished, yeah. so it, it wouldn't be surprising to me if the story was the one thing that they were like, let's leave this a little oh, open. I mean, right. it looks like they go very deep. Here's another person talking about it, and they were talking about after going through Nocte's holograms, he explains that with mathematics, you can predict the trajectory of a rock or the orbit of a star after mastering it. He said that he could also predict his own death and every death of every life. Wow, okay. He also said that no matter how many parameters he changed in his equation, he could not change the outcome that was his own death. This is what I think is the great discovery the Owls made, and it is referred in the world of Owlboy as the loop. I believe that this is a reference to what we know as Murphy's Law in the real world. It is a popular adage that states, whatever can go Mm -hmm. wrong will go wrong. This is what I think leads to the creation of the Hex Machine, a machine that could allow the Owls to break the loop. To break oh. out of their fate by allowing the traveling, by allowing time traveling, this is backed up by the fact that Nocte's hologram, almost at the end of the conversation at the, at the Eternal Sanctuary, states, "Perhaps our hex machine worked after all." Just a few seconds after affirming that he had also predicted the death of Otis in a great battle above, in a floating city, but that also, uh-huh. if his math calculation were true, Otis would would also be at his hologram. Well, none of this came across in the yeah. beginning. Half yeah. the <laughs> Expanding on this, how could Otis be dead, but also be Nocte's hologram? If we recall after finishing the game, if you get to continue the same game profile, you are immediately located at your last save. That is the one just before the Solus fight. Okay, that's a weird With just point. one difference. The next time you you're there is a star-shaped object that after examining it you get will get a black screen and two options remain in the present or return to valley oh we can infer that by returning to valley means that you are going to the past since the other option is to stay in the present and also because the only way you would even be able to get to Nocte's hologram and know all of the above would be by returning to valley going to the past since the pillar you since the pillar you place the token you get sorry this the the english here gets a little messy <laughs> is that stratos and there is no other option to returning to veli previous to beating the game obviously obviously okay, okay. duh all right so <laughs> see you this, you tuned in for deep. some uh, some hot owlboy discussion you got it baby <laughs> it's yeah. some real deep cuts. but yeah it, there it it from pl- having played at least the first how long to be says this is an eight hour game 10 hours no, right not true yeah right i've played i i've played five hours i'd yeah, say so I i've already this. played um i'm seven and a half hours in and i'm yet i'm farther than you how was that yeah you know i uh, i kind of died a lot in the pirate area the pirate fight the whole that whole mm. thing was really cool yeah if i could just there's a really cool this. part that you haven't reached yet Actually, where you get to ride this giant, like, fire snake dragon thing. Oh, you see, this is, and this it's is why I'm going to really go back and incredible. play. It was, it, was really, it was the most interesting part of the gameplay uh, to date. If, you know, but, like, you, you're fighting this beast, and after you defeat it, like, you, like, ride it out of there. But, like, it's, 
it you you're on top of it and you can like pull it up or pull down oh, and it's kind of like like it feels it's got that same intensity of like aladdin trying to get out of the cave of wonders like in the lava level oh, that's cool like, see like like the, the game had the, a lot of cool the, set pieces yeah and i, I like think the that camera now. keeps rotating and like it's kind of messing with like your sense of which way up and down is and you have to like try and avoid the world the mm. walls kind of like a helicopter yeah. game that's awesome yeah and, and like to take that note like to start wrapping it up like i think my takeaways <laughs> are this kind of game kind of reminds me of um in our first 25 we were talking about i think one of the categories on the 25th episode i, I think we had was uh the best game that i didn't like like there was no real uh-huh. reason not to like it but i just didn't like it mm. and i like it was kind of like with steam world highs like i kind of felt the same way like i yeah i wanted to feel more like i was getting stronger as i played but other mm. than that like there was nothing wrong with this game, but for whatever reason, mm. it just did not click with me. And I got to the point when I misinterpreted that puzzle. Mm. I was like, I'm tired of trying to bleed the stone of this game that it feels for mm-hmm. me. So I totally get what people are saying online, all these things you guys are saying, mm. you're enjoying it. Totally got it. Just didn't yeah. click with me for whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, it's totally fair. It definitely felt like the, the, the flavor of game for like certain people. Like mm. I'm a sucker for these. And I know you're also a sucker for games like this, but I mean, I I'm, I'm like, a sucker for the fact that there's so much more deep story. Like, knowing that the the ending gets this crazy, almost, yeah. like, makes me want to go back and finish it, for sure. See, yeah. But, like, because I want to understand it and get my own take. It puts it under a few layers, I think. Like, because it looks mm. simple. It looks fun mm. and cartoony. But, like, when Advent falls, that's when I, like, ter- looked at this game a lot differently. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, this is a long mournful session right now yeah. like i need to i feel sad for these characters so like it's definitely unique you know yeah. I'm, I'm glad i'm glad, glad i'm glad we played it i'll say that yeah it, was, it had the guise of a simple game but it was really deeper among its layers i'm like the only the only inkling that i feel like that there's a lot of things that you don't understand at work is i don't know if you remember this early in the game um you you guys think that if you turn on the wind the turn off the wind machine right that you're gonna like create make the islands split apart more and like that was going to stop the pirates like this was like the professor and asio's plan that's the way they send they send mm-hmm. otis into the owl temple to do this and right. you get there and the machine's been off for a long time yeah so often ruined so there is no as well so then they're like but then why have the islands been floating apart because they right. thought yeah. like the that machine was keeping them apart otherwise they would crash together Right, right. And thus destroying the pirate ships, yeah. I guess, that was their plan. Interesting. Well, but yeah. On so that they, they were showing that, like, even the, the gurus around the town don't even know what's actually going on. Right. Mm. So, so you can't take much at face value, then. Mm-hmm. Can't much the scholars take... don't know what's going on. Who no. will watch the Watchmen? Who will, who will teach the scholars? Oh, he does look like the Watchmen owl. Tweet, tweet at <laughs> owl Watchmen. Who will watch the Watchmen? <laughs> All right, so final final word, Owlboy. Mm-hmm. Dave, more than a sandwich, less than a... It's like, it's like, it's like that second, um, second coffee that you get in the day. Like, you that, oh. it's like that 2.30, like, I need a caffeine fix Interesting. coffee. It's not, like... it's not as good as your morning coffee, which I need every day, <laughs> but that caffeine fix coffee that you need at 2.30, it's as good as that one. That's the stuff right there. Alright, so boom. Final segment of the night. Uh oh. The trivial taste maker. 
What? This has never happened before. First time ever on the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. We will make songs about the tastemaker. And they go. Dave, you got something? uh, You are the taster. Right there? A little. You got a little. Uh, Should I get it checked out? Get, you, you, know, you, might have, like, you, gotta, you might have a taste maker coming out of your nose. Oh, <laughs> no, no, Dave, not a tastemaker coming out of your face. This is an interesting scoreboard. Let me tell you about the scoreboard. No, I'm losing. Dan dingus. is losing. Dan and has <laughs> zero chance of winning. Dan can only lose. He can only I lose. can only make it harder for Dave However, to win. However, if Dan loses, Mark wins. What makes it interesting? Because Mark has 2.5. Dave has 1.5. I oh. can't get a point. Because it's my tastemaker. So if Dan, you win, I get a silver monkey. So you probably should win. If wait, as somebody who should know more about his own podcast, is this the season finale? This is the season finale. A silver monkey gets awarded oh, tonight. Oh man, season finale, owl boy. And now if Dave season wins, season finale, boy. Dave is wins. it interesting that like we we Getty does arm waving when he's excited and stuff, much like our second, not our first game of the season, but our second game of the season. Uh, Greg of Night in the Woods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like we picked two games that, that <laughs> two games this season that feature okay. wavy arm characters. Oh, well, glad, well, I'm glad you brought that back. But anyway, if Dave wins, super double mega overtime, a battle to the it. death. I want it. If that happens, I'm gonna make that happen. Dan, you're gonna be up to coming up with a way to break the tie. I'm gonna do it. Wait, so if I beat Dave, tiebreaker? No, no. If you win, no. I win. <laughs> If Dave oh. wins, no one wins. It, and I you understand? Throw it. Do you understand that if you if you lose, you still can't get the silver monkey? Well, then why am I even here? I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna <laughs> no, go back to no my situation dad. Where I need your there's no situation. The your your fate has already been written. But you you well. can write my fate, Dan, and you can end this podcast 15 minutes earlier if you win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll see how I feel. Well, here, I'm not throwing nothing, though. I'm being that's honest. That's right. So when I was thinking of a, a tastemaker, I was really tempted to go back to Google Trends, which I will bring back because I think it's a great game. <laughs> a, but a fan favorite. I was doing some <laughs> introspection. I was like, was dinosaur machines, it's all based on the three of us. The three of us are like a, a tripod. That's right. Without three, there are none. Without three, there are none. So I thought, why don't I look up some famous trios in gaming? Okay. So here's how it works. I'm going to read you two names. You're going to tell me who's the third. Okay. So, for example. Is it fill in the blank or multiple choice? Is fill in the blank. Okay. So, if I said Charmander, Bulbasaur, Squirtle. Squirtle would be the third. What? I can't believe you just said that faster than me. I have to go. (laughs) So, this is (laughs) is a a buzz in. So, if you'd like to set your sounds to participate. I'm going to say Mark. Mark. I'm, pu- I'm bringing that back. That worked well for you um, last time. I, you've never said, you've done that? I did yeah, it to you. You did it to you. I was like, Dan. I hate that. Dan. I'm going to say beep. <laughs> going to say beep. So we got a beep yeah, and a mark. Okay. Beep and a mark. So if you think you know it, I mean, you would have to listen to both to get the third. But I think for most of them, it's not a question of who's the third. Maybe some of them you can make an argument. But I have the third mm. in mind. So okay. I have nine trios. Nine trios. So five gets you a win. You thought, you thought of nine trios? Well, I can't. That's a lot. I can think I of can like think of one, one off the top of my head. Well, yeah. let's see how many we can think of as I read them. All right. So this first varying difficulty. Number one, Sonic Tails. Oh, Beep. Mark. Right. Dan got first. Knuckles. Knuckles is correct. 
he is the third. I would think. That one that was like, I guess it's... You know what's interesting is that he forgot your name and you're his cousin. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I forgot I like, what is it? What is it? Insert himself into the guilt. All right, number two. I almost just shouted Knuckles, and then I remembered I was going to say his name. <laughs> Knuckles. Beep. I mean, what is Knuckles? All right, remember your, your beeping and sounds. Second one. Yes. Got it. Power, wisdom. Mark. Dave. Aww. Courage. It is correct. Courage. The third Triforce piece. I like how you said Mark. He's like Dave. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> All right. I'm tied 1 1. Next one. Solid Snake, Liquid Snake. Mark. Dan. Solidus Snake. Solidus Snake. Fun fact. Although president some... of the United States of America. <laughs> yeah. Which maybe makes current events make more sense. Anyway. I do actually, I don't think his name is Solidus Snake. I think it's just Solidus. Whatever, Dave. <laughs> I'm going to take a point I'm actually going to look that up. Uh, it might I'm be actually... Solidus Snake. I'm just trying to split yeah, hairs. And, Solidus Snake. And but I want to see. No one thought you were the third brother, Solidus. Gaseous Snake. Oh, uh, no, it's Solidus. Wikipedia says so. Whatever, to Wikipedia. They don't know anything. All right. 2-1. Solidus Snake, I mean. Next Sorry. one. <laughs> it Pardon? is Solidus Snake? It is Solidus. Yes. Okay. We'll yes. go with it anyway. Next one. I'm we all know go it's supposed to be that. Pronunciation, I apologize. Zapdos Moltres. Oh, Mark. Uh, Dave. Articuno. That's correct. I believe that is a Digimon. That's correct. <laughs> I, I can't. Uncle Uncle jokes. <laughs> I can't. Uncle Pokemon jokes. Uncle Pokemon jokes. 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. Um, all right. Tight game. Next one. This one's a deep cut. Rash Zitz. Mark. Dave. What? Rash Zitz. Mm. Pimple? It is Pimple. That is correct. Battletoads. It is the Battletoads. I just want to make sure it was Pimple. I was thinking... I always like playing as Zitz. I have no idea who's who. Um, Rash is the, the green one with sunglasses. Is Zitz is the green one who doesn't wear sunglasses. And Pimple is the big yellow one. Interesting. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you remember that. Gross. Dan, you need to pick it up here, bud. I Do I, buddy? I need you. <laughs> For whose sake? My own pride? Or... All right. Next one. Slash flea. <gasps> no. Um. Uh, 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 Mark. <laughs> Dave. Ozzy. It is Ozzy. Which oh, are man. all. What game is that now? Chrono Trigger. Dude, that's from Chrono Trigger, bro. Oh, and I only played also, it one time. That's played also it more recently. <laughs> three rock um, references because they're referring to Slash the guitarist from um, Guns N' Roses, Flea, the bassist from Red Hot Chili Pepper, and Ozzy Osbourne. This is also Who- true. Who is Ozzy Osbourne Stop. for 300 Stop from Black Sabbath. <laughs> she plays She Is Beautiful again. Anyway. <laughs> Inside joke. Anyway. Uh, next one. Dave, you can clinch. Dan? I'm going to clench. You can't so lose. Can't <laughs> I'm going to try my hardest, but he is firing on all of the pistons. He is on firing the pistons. All right, next one. Donald Goofy. Uh, beep. Dan? Pluto? Pluto? Mark. <gasps> Dave. What's, he's talking about Mickey Mouse. No. You, what? I'm you're saying, t- you're trying to say Sora from Kingdom Hearts? Yes. <laughs> oh, he did say gaming. He did say gaming. It's unacceptable. We both I got did, that, that one wrong, That is not though. the original trio of... But, uh, uh, gaming. Kingdom Hearts, that is the trio you play So, as. okay. Neither of us get it, then. Neither so, of you yeah. get it. What is that math? Frown face. 
putting that down. Dan, Dave is not pleased. You yeah, need to get I, both of these to win. <laughs> or to tie at least, and then we'll stop rooting for him. Making me uncomfortable. That Sora is involved in this trio in the first place. Mickey's like off fighting, right? He gets lost. He's like some dark knight. Does he get like pulled into the world and Sora gets replaced with him? He's probably dating Sora the little is the mermaid. replacement of Mickey Mouse. Sora with his key sword. Anyway, next one. Peach Daisy. Rob Beep. Dan. Think about it. Wait. Peach Daisy. What do they have in common? Who would be I got the third this for the steal? Toad. By the way. Negative. What? They're both Dave. Oh. Rosalina. It is Rosalina. No. Oh. The three girls. No, I thought it was going to be Zelda. Dave, you have won. The trio's my last one I had. Yuna, Riku. It can go two ways. Oren. Not Oren. Be crazy. T-Deuce. No. Oh, no. Um, I, 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 will, I will tell you both cases. <laughs> He's referring to either Lulu or Pain. This is absolutely correct. <laughs> All right. That's the second game with the dancing. Yeah, ten two. It, so the now, dancing and the kids are happy. Yes, the dancing and the gap. So now, Dave, boop, we are boop, tied boop, boop, boop. for the silver monkey. I have a thought this in my great. head how to break this tie. Should I come up with questions right now? I'm really no. good at that. Dan, I want <laughs> you to keep track of this. Would be the, the tr- keep track. Oh, let me if get my this phone. is what we decide to do, variation of the hot potato. But instead, we have to go. Down the alphabet, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And we keep going until one of us finagles. That was the best I came up with. <laughs> so you want to ping pong A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, H, You have to do an A, I have to do a B. You do a C, I do a D. So you want to go down the alphabet? Why am I keeping track of a score? We have to keep a time quick, snappy. Oh, so okay. let's do. So let's, I'm going to have a stopwatch going. So let's say 30 seconds, and then if we That's get through the alphabet. Time. That's a long time. Se- we're not going to get through the full, whole alphabet. Or maybe we will. I don't know. Does that seem fair? <laughs> no, I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this. Or maybe 20 seconds, Dan? I think 20 seconds is better. Let's do 20 seconds. Dave, how do you feel about 20 seconds? Um, I'd say 15. Let's, 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 let's cut it. Let's make us 15 seconds. This. Dan, if we don't hit right. 15 seconds, you buzz it. You buzz it hard. How do I? Okay. Okay. All right, I'm going to stop the stopwatch every time you get one done. This is for my silver monkey. Okay. Okay. Who's starting? So, Who's I'll, starting a? I'll let you start because you're the challenger. Okay. Wait, oh, I get to start? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say go, and that's when your 15 seconds starts, okay? <laughs> okay. Do you know an A? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go. Arkanoid. Arkanoid. Okay. B. Batman Arkham Asylum. Go. Okay. Uh, Castlevania. Uh, Demon Souls. Earthbound. Oh, I got it. Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> okay. What, G is the letter? Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. Um. um oh, ooh, ah. Five seconds. No. <laughs> I'm dying. That's gotta be it. Five seconds. No. <laughs> no. The panic no. ensued. I was like, good? Great. Guilty Gradius. Guilty. Oh. I'm going to take my silver monkey. You take it. I'm going to take it. Oh, big boy. Man, that was intense for me. Wait, hang I had the hardest time. Hang on. I got to do it the right way, though. Golden eye. Golden eye. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here we go. Ready? Golden X. Season 5 Trivial Tastemaker Champion Silver Monkey Recipient Mark Magro. 
Oh, damn. Once that panic hits you, you just freeze. Uh, <laughs> once, you, once you know you're running low on time. Yeah. Well, another season in the books, boys. Well done. Guys, we are so good at this <laughs> podcasting thing. We're so good at it. <laughs> well, what are, we, what are we possibly playing next year? Oh, the, yes. The yes. Dinosaur Machine brought to you by... Uh, what's around me in the Us. room? Stucco. <laughs> you have stucco a lot of blankets behind you. Like, I want to jump in the pile of blankets that is behind you. Pile of blankets <laughs> that are all Looks great back there. There's all variations of patterns. This is the laundry room where I record this. It's very high tech. Oh, I want to jump on that. Oh, look at that code. It's not code. Uh, this is the long ending explanation. Oh, Jesus. I, <laughs> I went <laughs> halfway. It's <laughs> like, that's enough. Anyway, Dave, the season six games we have decided... What okay, so for season six, we were considering Passport Out or Passport Out, the okay, starving okay. artists. <laughs> Made up game. That's funny. Fake game. Um, what Remains of Edith Finch. Awesome game, my pick. Uh, Flint <laughs> Hook. Terrible game. One Dance word. <laughs> wow. Um, Blackwood Crossing. <laughs> Weird game. Dave Swick. Uh, Sexy Brutal. Awesome game, Mark Swick. Um, and Flame, Flame in the Flood. Dance pick. I'm excited about that one. I, why don't I remember you saying anything about sexy brutal earlier? I'm looking. This you have up. to actually look at our text messages. Sometimes, sometimes you have to read. <laughs> I, don't do I don't do that. First game. And here I'm gonna do. Season. Oh, look at how sexy and brutal this is. Come on. Okay. Boop. One of my picks. Blackwood Crossing. Oh. The crowd. Dave, oh, that was David pick. Dave, what do you know? Dave, tell us about yeah. Blackwood. Blackwood Crossing is a game in which I was intrigued. I was intrigued. It's it's definitely a, a story based game. It's I think it's plays through first person, but it's about like a relationship between um, an older sister and a younger brother. And like I guess like I think it has to, the the sense I got from the trailer that I watched was that um, you know he kind of starts burning their old art projects and stuff like that after. Like, I think she kind of grows up, maybe goes to college or something, and he feels abandoned. So he's like, a psychopath. Maybe. Ooh, or, or maybe it's, just maybe he just needs to just have to repair that relationship. Maybe he's but caught But it had a him. very, like, um, Alice in the Wonderland um, uh, kind of theme and vibe to it. Like, there was, there was like, a... Uh, you're, you're on a trade, and then, like, there's a, a rabbit that you follow down... A tunnel. Are there like, trophies obviously. available? It, well, it is on the PlayStation Network, so I assume and there are trophies. I'm in. I'm in, like Flynn. I'm. I'm watching this trailer. It, it looks bananas. If there were trophies, <laughs> Owlboy would have finished it. Probably. This game. Absolutely. Mark would have finished Owlboy. There are trophies in Owlboy. Well, there are achievements. Not the same thing. Steam achievements. Mark does not care about. Don't care. I about hate it. that about Mark. At <laughs> least he's still on. Not even consistent. <laughs> well. Uh, the, the vein of con- consistency. Thanks for listening to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club yeah. podcast. Another, you're, you're a huge part of this. You yeah, are the listener, and we couldn't do this without you. Yeah. Uh, if you weren't a listener and you wanted to become a listener full time, here's what you can do: you can go to SoundCloud, you can go to iTunes, you can go to Stitcher, Podcast.com, or yeah. you can tweet at us at Dinosaur yeah. Machines or me. If you want, we'll send you one flash drive with one episode on it to your. P.O. Box in the mail. But it's like an old flash drive. It's got like yeah. 32 megs. And we get to pick the episode. Yeah, it might be a terrible one. Anyway, so yeah, you could tweet Go us. Go on, Mark. And, if, you, and <laughs> if you're like on a desert island and you receive a flash drive and you literally have no way to listen to it, 
I'm sorry. I feel like that's like right. the futuristic version of like a message in a bottle. You put a flash drive in a bottle and you throw it. <laughs> the bottle is an everlasting message container of time. There you go. Anyway, if they wanted to send you an everlasting messenger over the Gops, Twitter, Dan, what would you do? Oh, if you wanted to find me on Twitter, that's easy, Mark. Thanks for asking. Just look for Dan O'Mac on Twitter. That's Dan O'Mac with a K <laughs> on Twitter. Okay. I'm zombie underscore pirate. And let's end this wherever, this, wherever possible. This abysmal podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for yeah. season six. Yeah, Love please you all. Give us, give us reviews. Like, subscribe. You know? yeah, yeah, please tell us how bad we're doing. Tell us how please. please. If we can't convey how pathetic we are, this is the moment. <laughs> please. <laughs> please. Please tell us. Please be excited for the Dinosaur Machines please. podcast. Please. Goodbye. Because we are. Bye. Bye. <laughs>